Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I learned. I learned a lot more from the producing side of things. Okay. I learned what not to do. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> well, what are three things you learned not to do? Hello to my frame shift. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood because it's NAB week. So how are you all doing today? And today I got a special episode. I got Justin Phillip. How are you today, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on the show, man. But before we get started, I just got to take care of some housekeeping items first. First off, we got to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io. Artlist is a powerful music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers with thousands thousands of new songs and a full year of unlimited downloads. You can find exactly the music you need for your project. Music licensing is often complicated, expensive mess, which slows us down and gets in the way of the creative process by offering direct and unlimited access to our entire catalog of inspiring music for a single annual subscription fee. We believe that Artlist is the solution. If you join with our affiliate link today, you'll get one year with two extra months free. So check out that link in our description. Join Artlist.io, an inspiring music license platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Real quick, Justin, do you use Artlist, by the way? Just asking. I do. I do, actually. How, How awesome is it? It's pretty rad, man. Yeah. I, I really like it. I, I like all the refreshing music they have on there. Yeah, and every day something new. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, second off, we have shirts, shirts, and more shirts. Obviously, we got shirts at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. That's T-E-E spring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. And last but not least, it's that time of the show when I ask you, the listener, if you would like to donate to the cause. It's up to you. No pressure. As long as you are getting valuable information, I'm happy with that, honestly. I'm not going to lie about it. At me, you can guys can donate at paypal.me slash ctf podcast cash app jdemarco3 also we are accepting litecoin xrp donations on the youtube so keeping the good faith into cryptocurrency because hey it's the future let's be real about it plus it doesn't have to be one whole litecoin or one whole xbr whatever you want to do fractions are great as well um again guys thank you 
Uh, thank you for like listening, and let's get to it. Who's ready to chase dreams today? So, Justin, first question I ask everyone on the show is, where are you from originally? I grew up in Florida. Central oh, Florida. Okay, okay, it's, uh, nice. So, like Orlando area. Uh, yeah, I, I went to a lot. I, I, I lived, yeah, all over pretty much. Okay, okay. I, I went to like, yeah, like seventeen different uh, cities. So. Wow! <laughs> Holy moly! Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. from Jersey originally, yeah. so like, I, Florida is like an annual fucking. Um, you can curse, by the way, on the show. An annual, uh, you oh, know, okay. vacation for us New Jerseyans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like going to Disney World is. and shit. Yeah. So, sec- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so second question for you is what was the TV show, movie, actor, director, you know, maybe writer, whoever it was who's a creative person that you, spoke to you and you said to yourself, I want to do this for the rest of my life? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think it was any, I don't know, man. It wasn't really anything like that in particular. I, mm. I, I kind of like, I mean, I love movies. I yeah. grew up loving movies as a kid and stuff, but, um, I don't know. I don't think it was any particular, uh, movie or actor or anything that yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just kind of like got sprung on me a little bit. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But what was your favorite movie? What was your favorite movie? What was it? Uh, well, like, uh, growing up, um, I loved, uh, you know, when I was a kid, one of my favorite movies was Tombstone. <laughs> hey, that's a good movie. That's a really good movie, by the way. I appreciate that more as an yeah. adult. <laughs> it's in yeah, my collection. Yeah, I was like, a, I, was, I wanted to be Doc Holliday when I was like 10 years old, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Huckle, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, and it just grew from there. I think I've always like gravitated towards like bad, bad guys, like like Scorsese movies, Godfather, and you know, yeah, Yeah. anything that De Niro was in, I've always like been obsessed with that stuff. Okay, cool, man. I love I love a good Scorsese film, and I love The Godfather. Have you um, ever looked at the book, um, The Godfather's Notebook? By the way, just wondering. No, no, I have, I don't, it, I have, I, 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 you know, I've, I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but no, I've never dived into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, if you ever want to get a chance to just go to Barnes and I want to look at it, if you're able to, I would look at it. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It, it has like all these notes that Francis Ford Coppola took and everything like that. It's really like pretty awesome. Oh! I see what you mean. It's yeah. like the behind the scenes kind yeah. of the ordeal on that. Yeah, it's basically oh, like okay. how he wrote the script and all that shit. So it's really, it's really fascinating. Oh, okay. Yeah, good coffee table book. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. All right. All right, so so you're growing up in Florida. Uh, were you there basically your whole childhood in a sense? Or, I mean, you moved around, you said, 17 times. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, uh, I lived in, I was in Florida from the time I was three until okay. like my 20s you know so, yeah i grew up there man okay so like when did you get your first camera or like when did you start getting that bug then to start like you know getting film or like you know recording stuff with your friends if anything if you were doing that or maybe it was at school what was that first you know hint in there as well uh well i was a i was a spot me and my friends we were all sponsored skaters okay so, uh, okay we uh you know, you're talking about like early 2000s, late 90s. So, yeah, yeah. you know, back then there were no cell phones or nothing like mm-hmm. that to do video on. So yeah. I, I beg, I begged my mom to get a, a JVC VHSC camcorder. Okay. <laughs> nice. 
So that's nice. that's what I started out on. You know, that's when they first came out with the flip screen, the flip out screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. So I started making skate videos, and then, mm-hmm. uh, but I used to do stop animation movies. Oh, and, cool. Uh, like all kinds of like weird stuff, but yeah. it was hard because I had to edit. I had to edit with my VCR. So oh I'd yeah. Have to link up the, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, and then if I, I would do like, I would do like a narration uh-huh. and then I would hook up my voice recorder yeah. to the camcorder and then, yeah, have, yeah, and then have everything running. To, yeah. It was super old school, man. Oh my God. I had that. I had the, I had even a worse problem. Like just uh, like, uh, we did, a um, I took, I was in a Catholic high school. So we had like a film project where we had to record like a movie. So we did on like chapter four of the Cain Abel story. And we were like, okay. literally, pressing play on the recorder and stopping it and then like kind of recording over and like dubbing in music from my iTunes, like from like the speakers of the computer, the plate over the, over the thing while watching it on yeah. the TV and into the tape. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, it was ghetto as shit, but it was so yep. much fun. Cause it yep. was, it was always like, did you have this? You were, I'm guessing you were doing this too, where you were telling your friends, all right, stop, stop, stop. All right, cut. We're going to cut here. We're going to move around and then we're going to start recording again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like live editing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, because I had no, we had no, uh, I had no uh, Mac at the time until like I was about to graduate high school, <laughs> and I had no Final yeah. Cut, <laughs> so I was screwed. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so skateboarding though, skateboard films, man. That's like I feel like our generation of of pe- like our group of generation is big in, was big into that because of Jackass and Viva La Bam and all those things. And like I mean, great skate movies like Flip Sorry and Girls Yeah Right were really inspirational to me as well because I filmed. I was I always wanted to film skateboard films as well. Um, what about you? Like what what skate films were inspirational to you in that regard? Right. Well, uh, Welcome to Hell was probably like is probably still like my favorite all time skate film. Welcome to Hell. Okay. But you know, speaking about speaking about Jackass and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so like I came, I think I'm a little before you even uh, before Jackass. Okay. Sam did these videos called called CKY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know. You ever seen the CKY? I've, I've seen all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Those those were the beginning. Like yeah, Those yeah. are before Jackass. So like those were the kinds of films that me and my friends were kind of emulating. Like yeah. we would skate and then we would do hijinks, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, that was a, that was it was basically that whole CKY trilogy. Those were the mm-hmm. films that were like, oh yeah, this is what we want to do, you know, because they're they did skits and stuff in there. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like CK, I, yeah. I I just put that usually in the Jackass generation because it's this it's around that same time almost. That's why I just call it like Jack. Like yeah. Generalizing in a sense, so I apologize. Oh, uh, sure. No, no, sure, sure. But you know, you know, you were talking about that. You know, uh, Spike Jones. He he started out making all those skate movies. Yeah, you know, and he did the Beastie Boys uh, sabotage yeah. video too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is great. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of cinematographers that come out of the skate uh, videography kind of world. You know. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can definitely see that because I I feel like especially like I said our generation is is was probably mostly inspired because of, I mean, I, I skateboard cause of Tony Hawk video games. That's why I did that shit. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, my love for movies yeah, in general yeah. kind of combined with that. And then as I grew, you know, I was more into the narrative side of it. I'm guessing that would be, uh, would happen to you as well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, I, I got away from the video camera and skateboarding because okay. I, I have a, I have an acting background too. Yeah. So like oh. I kind of went from, I went from skateboarding pretty mm-hmm. hardcore 
And then in college, I got pulled into the acting world. So then I acted for years and years and wow. then came full circle back behind the camera. <laughs> gotcha. Well, how'd you get into the acting then? Let me ask you that. Uh, freshman year of college, actually, mm -hmm. uh, a buddy of mine, you know, is like, we just, you know, you need electives in college. Yeah. And a buddy of mine was like, dude, just take this acting class. It's super easy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man, I, the first day we did improv and everyone was like dying laughing. I had everybody going. And then the teacher asked me to be the lead in the, in one of the plays they were doing that year. Like just straight up asked me after class. And I'm like, all oh. right, so whatever. So then I, so then I started doing that, but man, it like took off. Like I, I just started uh, acting all the mm. time. And then, and I got into SAG like back in 2010. Like wow. I've just been acting. Uh, non yeah. So I've, I've been acting long, like probably like almost two decades. bro. Oh, wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, uh, in, in 2017 is mm -hmm. when I like, was like, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I jumped back behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Well, let me, but I mean, like yeah. it's about the journey. I mean, the acting thing's pretty fascinating though. Let's start with, we'll start with that. We'll continue into that as well. I mean, like, so you had no, um, no inclination of doing it in high school or anything of that nature. You were just filming skateboarding stuff and stuff like that. Then freshman year, you know, again, you get an elective for that, which is like, like it's just interesting how you just jumped kind of jumped into that in that regard just using that as the elective i mean it's, i guess for an easy a if, if i'm gonna if yeah. i'm gonna say that yeah <laughs> i mean to be honest yeah totally. I mean, yeah what was yeah. that first like experience doing a play you know on stage what was what, how were your nerves what was your, going through your mind you know yeah oh it was it was crazy to me because um i had never done anything like that before in my yeah. life and i remember like uh so the show, it was like, it was a children, it was like, um, the show they put on for the, for the like elementary kids every yeah. year. So, so they would, we would do shows for like 300 little kids every morning, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I remember like the, the opening day we started on stage. So like the curtain is drawn, right. But we start on stage and, and, uh, and I was freaking out and the two other actors, and they acted all through high school yeah. and, and like, Open opening day, they're looking at me, and then I hear him whisper to the girl. He's like, "What's wrong with Justin?" And she's like, "He's never done a play before." <laughs> <laughs> and and then and then he his eyes got big, and he's like, "Fuck!" And then and then the the curtain went up, and I just saw all these little kids. Like it was like something on Birdman, you know? They're yeah, like yeah. looking up at me, and I don't know something just clicked in my brain. Yeah, and and I and I just I just went into action, but that moment is like etched in my brain forever because I knew like, I was like, yeah, I, I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so there it was yeah. there. That's that moment that you had that you said, like, remember? Yeah. yeah. So it comes, it came around full circle for you in, in a sense, I guess, not knowing what you would say, but now you know what you said. <laughs> right. So, um, doing that, that's pretty, I mean, that that's nerve wracking too. Like, especially like trying to remember your lines and all that shit and doing all that stuff. It's just, Man, I, I mean, play actors are people I give lots of props to. Yeah, I mean, I went on, dude. I went yeah. on. I, I have a master's in theater and everything. Oh, yeah. What well, well, what what uh, yeah. what form of acting did you learn? Did you learn uh, Adler, Meisner, Straussburg? I mean, there's a bunch. I always forget well, the names in, of. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, well, in grad school, we had to kind of do a little bit of all of this. Um, oh, okay. But then uh, we went... I. Uh, I went to a program in Russia at the Stanislavski Moscow Art Theater School. Okay. And and that's the Stanislavski method is pretty much where every form of acting technique was born out of. Gotcha. So I don't care what technique, you know, 
all acting techniques come from the Stanislavski technique because he was the very first technique, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, that, and that's actually, you know, the, the Stanislavski technique is the closest to what we have known as quote-unquote method acting. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I get you. It, it all... It all was born out of that, and so I got uh, to go to that school and train there for for a summer. What was yeah, that? I was I was so intense into it, yeah. bro. Like I was in love with that. Well, what was that like? You said Russia, right? So like a language barrier. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing like. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. And what was the what was the act, acting atmosphere like in Russia? If I may ask, if you remember, it, it was it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen in my life, dude. Mm-hmm. Like we had we had to go to a play every night. So we would go, oh, wow. to, it was, it was after boot camp. It was after boot camp. We, we would, we would be, uh, in class, acting mm-hmm. classes from like 8am to like, you know, like a normal school day, like three, 4pm. Mm-hmm. You get out of class, you go eat and then you go right to a play. Oh, and wow. it was like that for like a whole, yeah, it was insane. But the acting was, I mean, it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, and the language barrier, it's funny, like that school is really renowned. So we had a, uh, our, our translator was actually from the UN. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least. Yeah. So it was, wasn't that hard of a language barrier then? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, and you said, was that during your master's by the way, or still in the bachelor's and when you went to Russia? Oh, uh, that, that, that was, that was part of my master's program. Okay, yeah. cool. And then, and then did you go to the same college for your master's? I know some colleges are really weird where they don't want you to go to the same one for your master's. Did you, uh, where'd you go to college and where'd you go for your master's? Yeah. So I went to undergrad in Florida Southern, which is okay. in Lakeland. It's a little private, private liberal arts school. Mm-hmm. And then, and then for master's, I went to Michigan. I went to Wayne oh. state up in Detroit. Nice. So, yeah. so U of M. Uh, no, it's called Wayne State University. Oh, wait, okay, gotcha. My bad, sorry. Uh, yeah. So w- no, it's it, it's in Detroit, like in oh. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> especially being a Florida person and and going to Michigan, that that's like two different worlds right there. <laughs> oh, it was the worst, man. I hated it, man. I hated. It. <laughs> you hate the cold? Not not fast snow? Yeah. Oh, I I hate it so bad, dude. I hate I hate everything about it. <laughs> so you won't be going to Michigan anytime soon, I'm guessing. And I I don't like the salt. You know, you even like when you come inside, there's salt all over your boots. Yeah, it's just gross. Oh, man. It's terrible. <laughs> and then like the slush and all that shit, black ice. You have to worry about a whole bunch of like nonsense. Oh. Whole bunch of nonsense. Oh man, I did a 720 on the freeway, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, my, with, that, with the black eyes oh my god oh yeah with the black eyes in. oh yeah dude i had never experienced that before and luckily you know it's in detroit so there's yeah. not a whole lot of cars on the road <laughs> luckily enough yeah you're very lucky because like if that was any other state i feel like that'd be dangerous as shit hitting the 720 on the road like oh, that and, yeah. not, and you're not, i mean you're not doing oh, it for sure. purposely like you're it, fucking black ice makes you do that <laughs> Like yeah, oh yeah, spun out, man. <laughs> yeah, you fucking you're like Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious, but you didn't want to be in that second. <laughs> yeah, except I was in a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so after after your masters, what like did what was the thesis? Did you have to do a thesis in your masters and all that sh- um, stuff? Fun stuff. Yeah, I did, but it was pretty low key. Yeah, I just uh, they I just um, did a lot of. Um, Kind of like pre-production stuff mm-hmm. for, for a play that one of my oh, okay. professors was putting on. Gotcha. So it was just a lot of yeah, a lot of pre-pro stuff. So after after Michigan, did you uh, you know Wayne State? Did you go back to Florida or did you go to LA? 
Well, I stayed in Detroit for oh, okay. like a few years after I got out because oh, okay. uh, I had a, I got an agent up there. And at the time, and this is kind of where my film career got kind of topping off because yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this was in like 2010 gotcha. and uh, pretty much, pretty much right out of grad school, mm-hmm. I, I got hooked up with an agent and, nice. and I started act, acting in a bunch of stuff out there in mm-hmm. Detroit. What was the Detroit like atmosphere of filming like? What was the acting, you know, what was the acting like out there? What was the, not competition, but what was the, your fellow actors and film crew out there like? That whole sex, set experience. Um, well, well, you know what I did a lot there? Mm. I They do a lot of corporate training videos there. Like oh, wow, tons really? of training videos. Didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, and it pays pretty well, though. It pays pretty well mm. for, for an actor there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, but then also, um, what ended up happening is, uh, I, th- that's how I got into SAG. We did a, we did a, we did a car, a cartoon pilot. Okay. And it was for, it was for FX. And we actually, we actually did the recording at, at Eminem's, uh, former studio. So that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Man. That's really awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty rad, uh, and that and that's kind of and that's when I got into the union, mm. and then and then right out of that time, Aaron Paul was in town doing a big movie, mm. and I ended up being his stand-in, and then oh. that started my whole career as a as a union stand-in. That, that's pretty cool. Like, what what do you, what movie yeah. was it? You know what? It never came out, man. It was called. Uh, well, it's gone through quite a few different names. I think now that when I looked at IMDb, I think it's called something like, um, Oh, I think it's just called Adam now, but okay. it, when, we were, when we were doing it, when we were doing it, it was called cripple. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, what was it like being a yeah, stand in? Like, <laughs> well, I had never even been on a movie. I had never been yeah. on a, a real movie, a movie set like that before. So it yeah, was yeah. pretty intense for me and, and Jeff Daniels and was there oh, and wow. Tom Berenger, you know, it was a lot of big, a lot of big stars. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. You know, just, but, um, I mean, it, I, you know, like, um, you know, when you're a stand-in, you kind of get like a front row seat with the DP and the gaffer and everything, you know? So, yeah. uh, that was like my first time being exposed to all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I think that's kind of when my love for that kind of cinematography started really happening before you even realized it. Gotcha. Know? Were you standing by the DP and gaffer a lot? If I'm sorry to cut you off, were you standing by them a lot? Were you like, it, it, I don't know how a stand-in oh. works, so I don't really know. I'm just like again, I don't yeah. know. So how's that work? Yeah, you're 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 there with them the whole time mm-hmm. up until you know until they say okay, thank you. You know, second yeah. team stand down, and then and then Aaron comes in. Gotcha. So that that's that's ma- that's mainly what your job is as a stand-in. Yeah, you yeah. have to just be right close with the DP mm-hmm. and the whole you know the whole camera crew because you got to be there for them while they light and everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. Were you asking a lot of questions when you were doing that stand-in stuff? Because I mean, I got, I'm guessing your brain was going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, they you're not really supposed to, you know, they, like the second AD, like she knew that I had never been on a movie before, so she yeah. was like, "Don't you know? You like you know? Don't 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 ask. Don't talk to anybody. You know, like that yeah, yeah. shit. Like you know, she was pretty. She was like a drill sergeant, you yeah. know. But but like I, but like I, you know, I knew like people are working. But yeah, mm-hmm. man, I mean, like I was just like. I was like a fly on the wall and just, yeah, you know, yeah. standing where they want me to stand and shit. But, um, but I, you know, like, I mean that, and actually the DP on that was Tobias Datum. I don't know if you know who that is, but he just, he got nominated for Mozart in the jungle a few years ago. And, uh, we, we actually still stay connected on, on Instagram and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Man. 
That's that is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so he because at the time, you know, I didn't know anything about anything mm. in terms of crew, you know. But, yeah, yeah. You know, years later, you, when I moved out to LA here, I found out who he was, and I was like, "Holy cow!" You know, he, that's the dude doing Mozart in the Jungle. Oh, nice! It's just really crazy to me. Like, I, I think back on because I did stand-in work for like probably almost eight years. Oh wow! And I just think now I go, I go, man, because I, I was on a lot of sets, and I mm-hmm. go, man, I just wonder who all those DPs were that I didn't know who I was standing next to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you always stand in for Aaron Paul? I mean, that, that might sound like a stupid question, but like, did you always stand for Aaron Paul? Um, like, how's that work? Like, do they go, oh, you look exactly like Aaron Paul, or oh, you're the same height as Aaron Paul, or just I'm using him as yeah, an example. Yeah, you know what? It, it's mainly it's mainly height and skin tone. Okay, um, interesting. So, but yeah, I I did I did for him on that movie, and mm-hmm. then I did a couple commercials for him, mm-hmm. and then uh, but. No, I mean I've stood in for so many. People. Yeah, yeah, like so gotcha. many. Yeah. I, I again, I didn't know it was a skin tone and like height, so I was just like, oh, because obviously if you're that guy's stand-in, you're basically a stand-in for like you know, more every project that he's in. Because <laughs> that's what I thought it was. So. Oh no, I yeah. I would have loved to. I would have loved to, but no, just the whenever like yeah. we kind of. I think he had already because it was that would have been around the time of like the second season of Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. So I think. He he had already a guy in Arizona, wherever they were doing that, probably a, a, uh, for that show. So it was mainly just like the movie. I did mm. the whole movie with him, and then I did a couple commercials. Okay, but that was years later. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So at, after you're doing the, at, when you're doing that stand up uh, standing stuff, then when did you plan on when did you move to LA? Then like, what made you move to LA? Well, I. After I had a little bout and, you know, I stayed in Detroit for a few years and mm. then I ended up going back to Florida. Okay, gotcha. And I tried, I, I did a little bit of acting in Florida and mm. I did actually a cartoon for PBS down there. Cool. There's not a whole lot happening down there, dude, you know? Oh, really? I mean, um, uh, Full Sail, I did a few things at Full Sail. Mm. I'm sure you know about Full Sail. Yep. And then, uh, and then I, and then I just like, I don't know, dude, I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to LA and mm. see what happens. So when I originally came out here i was trying to do the whole acting thing yeah well how'd that go well how 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 was that uh revelation for you it was it was good i'm I'm not gonna lie to you it was good Mm -hmm. and and you know i i i have full representation still Mm -hmm. so my like i have a commercial audition this tuesday so i still go out oh good luck by the way still sends me out yeah yeah you know thanks but you know it's not really anything that i even um you know, I haven't uh, pursued it hardcore in yeah. like three or four years. But if my agent sends me out, you know, obviously I'll mm-hmm. go out. But gotcha. Uh, you, I don't know. You know, I hate to say this, but I feel like this town killed the the passion for me in in regards of acting. <laughs> well, well, why? Why, if I may ask? I think I just got so burnt out on so mm-hmm. many different things of just like, um, and I will say this too that my the roles that I was getting off like getting to go out for mm-hmm. got smaller and smaller and just you know uh, there's there's some changes happening out here which is good it yeah. is good but I will say now's not a good time to be a skinny white guy <laughs> Where, whereas when I when I first came out here it was yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> but uh, but those those times are changing, which is cool. You know, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, so then, how did you transition 
to doing the camera work then, when did you start doing that? And what was your first gig? Well, I, I had a little run with commercials. I, I had yeah. some speaking roles. This was like in 2015. Okay. I booked like three commercials that year. And, mm-hmm. and the, you know, you get pretty good money if you talk in a commercial. So then I took that money mm-hmm. and I made my first little short film. So I directed it, produced it. Okay. And I, and I wrote it and, and I started, but I hired all the crew. So I hired a camera guy and it was all people I've worked with before as an yeah. actor. Right. So I, gotcha. I hired a full little skeleton crew and actors and everybody. I paid every, I spent like $8,000 on the project. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, it is, it, it, it's just a little tiny little proof of concept short film. And it's mm. on Amazon now. It's called you. It's called you have arrived. Okay. But, um, but anyways, I, in doing that, I, I really loved that. And I was like, dang, I, I want to direct, right? So then yeah. the following year, I made a, I made another short film. <laughs> and I and I brought on essentially the same crew. Yeah. And then it start, I, started, I started realizing on that one that the second one's called Wolf King. Okay. And I started going, you know what? I don't know how to talk to my cinematographer. You know what I mean? Because mm. as, 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 as an actor all my life, I had no problem. I, I could think actor all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But I didn't know, I didn't know anything about focal length and all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to cameras. And that's what really got me started being like, okay, I, I need to start learning cinematography so, so I can speak with my DP. Yes. And you know what ended up happening? I ended up falling in love with cinematography more than I like directing. And then it's just, yeah. it was, it snowballed after that. So. Got, gotcha. Well, quite when you were doing your for directing for the first time, were you like, I'm guessing you were more of an actor's director so you could speak to them easier. You were just learning the technical side from, from the side basically. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely an actor's director. Totally. Yeah. Because as far as like, because uh, John John Schweigart, he's a pretty mm-hmm. awesome DP actor, yeah. by the way. Um, but but uh, he was my guy on both those little shorts, and um, but he knew he knew that I was because he met me as an actor. Like yeah. I acted in this uh, this little this web series that he DP like eight episodes of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he he knew I was an actor, and like he already knew that relationship going in, and I would just basically tell him my story. You know what I did? I made storyboards of Legos, and then I sent those to him. <laughs> oh, nice. No, that's, I mean, that's, di- yeah. that's something different. I, I wouldn't, like, think of doing storyboards with Legos, actually, to be honest. Like, that that's something, like, yeah. that's very smart. Like, like I'm like, that's that's a smart idea. <laughs> I, I'm, well, dang, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I can't terrible. draw for shit, man. Yeah, I can't draw for shit either, but I also can't build Legos for shit either, so I'm screwed no matter what. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah. I have no patience for that. So I don't know why. Like, I just have no patience for that. Like, I'm like, I need to do well, this. Well, it wasn't, like, super intense you know buildings okay. and stuff it was mainly just for the people you know so All i could right. get so he could have an idea of like what framing the shot was okay <laughs> i was like you're not so you're not building a house and like having a window with a light through it or something <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> oh no no that's actually you'd probably still like, like you'd be still be storyboarding your movie then technically if you were doing that like definitely detailed. um what else definitely did, what else did you learn from that experience uh Let's let's talk about the first movie you did where you acted in it and you hired the crew. What was the experience you learned from that, uh, hiring those people out and and you know starring in your own film? Um, you know it was so fast paced and, and and we we did the whole thing in a fifteen hour day. Oh wow! So it, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I learned. I learned a lot more from the producing side of things. Okay, I learned what not to do. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> well, what what are three things you learned not to do? Well, 
I kind of like splurged a little bit. You know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll buy this. We'll pay for this. We'll do it. Yeah. And then I like looking back on it by the time we did our next one the following year, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be smarter about how I get the location. I'm yeah. going to be smarter about how much I spend on the back end in terms of like festivals. I spent like two grand just on festivals, wow. which is completely stupid. Festivals so are ridiculous, you know I mean? man. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I have a weird, yeah. I have a love hate relationship with festivals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're, I feel like sometimes oh. they're a waste. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a lot of things, you know, like, yeah. Um, just, just little stuff. You know, it was like, you know, I think about Robert Rodriguez. He said, just throw the money hose at it. That's kind of what I was doing on my first film. I had mm-hmm. that money from the commercial yeah. and I was just like spraying the money hose on everything. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yo, definitely. <laughs> but and then you go, yeah, it's not a good idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, you were technically like Robert Rodriguez cause he spent $7,000. You only spent a thousand dollars more than him. So you were very, you guys were very close in similarities. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, I was being a little, uh, unsmart with my money, I guess. And, but yeah. I mean, it, it shows, I mean, the production value of that little movie looks great and, you know, there's mm-hmm. some good stuff in it, but, um, yeah, the next go around, I didn't go too crazy like that. And we, and yeah. we kind of, um, but, but either way, you know, you, you learn a lot when you do stuff like when you do your, your own little stuff. I mean, you just, yeah, definitely. Any, anything I do, even if it's something I'm not producing, I still learn. I always learn mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And usually, it's I learn what not to do. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and that's what you gotta do. I mean, that's what you do in this industry too. You learn what not to do, and kind of also what to do too for right. the next go around. So yeah, I mean, you, you start thinking about like, okay, what can I do better next time? <laughs> yeah. And again, like you said, you learned not to spend your money like ridiculously in the second fe- go around. And especially you're directing now too. And like, besides learning, like you're more of a DP with directing and like not to do what, not to do with your money in the second go around. What else did you learn from that experience uh, too? Um, well, I think a big one for me too was because that was like presented as a proof of concept and Mm-hmm. I, but what I ended up doing is I pulled a scene out of my movie because I already had the feature script written, right? So, yeah. so, so all I did was pull a scene out and we just we shot the scene. But then looking back on it, you go, man, this is like kind of just like an extended trailer. Like nobody knows what's going on. Like, so I, I would say if anyone else is doing like a proof of concept and you are pulling it from something else, I would say maybe rework that so it's at least a standalone piece. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, uh, so you know, I don't know. This stuff—that's the kind of stuff I learned and took away from. It. You know, like very like detailed, like technical stuff like that, where things mm-hmm. going. Man, I, I wish I would have kind of developed that. You know what? A lot of this is too. This is all pre-production stuff. You know what I mean? You learn like. Yeah. Uh, my wife says it all the time. She's like, you know, a project is only as strong as its pre-production process. You know, and it's like, oh, geez. Oh, that that is so true. That is yeah. so true. So 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 true. And you know what? Like, you know what I. You know what I'm not good at pre-production. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, hey, you're, you're probably getting better at it, though. Like, yeah. you know, you say that now, but you're, you're. I bet you every every film you look at and have done, you've gotten probably stronger in the pre-production in the pre-production game. Yeah, I definitely tried to get more. Uh, you know, it's funny as as a DP, like. I'm much mm-hmm. better at it because I kind of know like, yeah. things that I need, you know, like I can tell the director like, Hey, yeah. can we get, can we get shots of, you know, can we get pictures of the location? Can I, 
can I see, yeah, can yeah. you send me reference photos? You know, like stuff like that. But yeah, those, are, those that, are really important. I realized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. But when it's something yeah, that I'm creating, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll figure it out on the day. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> well, Hey, at least like, at least when you know your DP, you're, you're, hardcore into pre-production but you know i get i get it i get it <laughs> so so then after after your second um film you made then you start diving into dp the dp work yeah so how like did you start doing like camera tech did you start doing camera assisting on jobs first and then work your way to a dp or did you just go i'm dp no man i did it the old robert rodriguez way man i i just put yeah. it on my website i'm doing this now and then <laughs> and awesome. then uh well, well, what I did though really is, um, mm. I I got my first little manual camera, you know, and I rigged it out okay. and yeah, I yeah. got got old old vintage lenses, and I I knew enough mm. actors, dude. So I just started shooting little actor reels, right? Like yeah. uh, any any of my friends that needed little footage, you know, I'm like, okay, let's shoot this, let's mm. shoot that, and I got like four or five of those, and I took what little parts didn't look like complete garbage, you know. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and I just made a little reel and put it on my website. Yeah, and and nice. then within within like a month later, I was getting hired to do paid jobs. Awesome. So, so what was that experience doing your first paid job then? Um, it was it was well, I had two things back to back. The the first okay. one was like shooting BTS for this music video, so that was kind of cool. You know, nice. like I get I get to see yeah. what the real what the real guys are doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just shooting. And so I'm just kind like of shadowing shooting. again. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like most of my yeah. life, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so I did that and did the BTS on that. And then, and then right after that, I got hired to do this corporate shoot. And that, and that's okay. when I first, you know what it was, you know, cause you know, the corporate jobs, they got all that money, man. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, this pays better than most acting jobs. Yeah. I get. <laughs> <laughs> you and you fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. No. It's not all that. But it. You know. It. It. it that, to me, it really went back full circle to back when I was a kid. Man, I was obsessed with camp. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that skater camcorder kid. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's yeah. just it's just so weird how life just brings you back around like that. Yeah. Um, life. Life is funny. Life is really yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> but I mean, when people. Well, here's the thing. When people started hiring mm-hmm. me to do it, I started getting scared. Cause I'm like, dude, people are going to find out that I'm a fraud, you know? Like, I was yeah. like, so, so I just, I started going back to school, man. I went back to classes. Yeah. I take, I take, and ever since, you know, this was like two years ago, but I, I'm still in mm-hmm. class right now. Like I take classes, I take workshops and learn as nice. much as I can about it and just never stop. You know? I mean, that's what you have to do too. You have to like keep practicing your craft and learning at it too. And like, you know, you're just only going to get better with all that material around you, you know? Yeah. So you're doing the right. I mean, you're doing like the best thing. You're doing honestly the probably like one of the best things is still like learning. Yeah, I I don't I don't and with something like this, dude. To me, it's so interesting. Like it's so hardcore detailed. Like I'll never. I'll, yeah. And because I'm so obsessed with the lighting aspect of it, I'll never be. Mm-hmm. Sati- I'll never be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. No, I, I totally think it'll get be. It. I t- it'll be ongoing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like lighting is such a like obviously a crucial thing when it comes to cinematography that like, you know, I, I personally, when I shoot things, I go back sometimes and go, Ooh, I wish I lit it this way. Or like, right. why didn't I do it 
uh, it's always there's always that second second voice in my head oh, you know, yeah. questioning my my decisions and it's it's a it's I hate it <laughs> Let's oh, be yeah. honest. I dude I know what you mean like I, you know on the day I go I'll be driving mm-hmm. home and I'll be like oh yeah that shot was good and then like a week later I'll be like that's yeah. garbage why did I do it like that <laughs> yeah, like I hate watching my stuff back. Like I hate even editing the stuff I shot too. That's right. like my like biggest thing I hate. I'm like, oh, I should it this way. Then yeah. and again, you're only as you're like you're the most critical person in the room against yourself, right? I think that's the oh for sure. If I'm mistaken, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. And then so you're doing these corporate gigs, and then and then did you start the YouTube then, or did you start it um later on? I st- I've only been doing the YouTube thing for like a year now. Um, okay. And that kind of just was like a weird thing that happened. Like a, 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 a buddy of mine was like asking me about, cause I used to have this like crazy, like kitted out GH5, you know, like it was all like rigged out, yeah. you know? And um, people were asking me about it and I was like, and so like, um, oh yeah, I was in like this Facebook group. And so I like, I listed, I put a mm. picture. Cause they're like, post a picture of your rig. You know how they do that. Yeah, and and so yeah. I did. I did that, and then they they all were like, um, everyone started asking me, "What part is this? What part is that?" And so I started listing it, and I'm like, "This is going to take forever." So I yeah. made a little, <laughs> I, yeah, I made a little video instead, just kind of talking through all the parts and stuff. And then that mm-hmm. video, like, I mean, it, I, I mean, I never did anything on YouTube. I might have, a, so I have like yeah. some acting stuff on there if I had to send it to someone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, whoa, people are actually watching this? And then, and then I, I don't know. I was like, should I do some more of these? And then, like, and now it's just, yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, that, that's how I came across you. That's, that's how I found you, man. I honestly was looking for some black magic stuff, like looking about the pocket uh, 6K or 4K. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh, yeah. and I came across your stuff about the uh, about rigging, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Like, if I ever bought one, like, I want to know how people are setting up the rigs because I, yeah. I feel like, as 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 crazy as it sounds, like it's it's super important, and like, not that many people have a lot of rigging videos. I feel I like know. too. I know. So I mean, because yeah. like again, I'm like watching your thing. I'm like, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. I, I'm taking mental notes to be like, all right, I'll do it maybe his way a little bit, but I know. Maybe I want to do it this way because everyone's rigs different, obviously. Oh, again, for like, sure, for sure. Yeah, like it's super, like it's crazy because I look up, like you know, maybe like a, a Z cam is a pretty hot camera right now, and like oh, looking yeah. for rigging for that camera is like trying to find needles in the haystack because everyone's <laughs> like, I do this minimalistic, like non-shoulder rig handheld thing, and I'm like. Yeah. I just want to know how a shoulder rig looks like, man. Just right, that, please. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, I lo- I love rig culture, man. I'm big into that. Yeah, <laughs> rig, rig culture is cool, man. Like I just, it's yeah. really, it's just really cool seeing other people just, like how they how they make their shit like possible and how they, yeah. they how they have it balanced for their body. It's for it's sure. awesome. You said you have the Z cam. You bought, you have that? No, 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 no. I my my friend my friend uh, Mark who helps edit the podcast. He's oh. he talks about so much. That, uh, like he wants to get one so much that he's now like in my brain subconsciously I look up Z cam shit all the time. Oh, I see. And I see. I'm yeah, looking yeah. for rigs, so I'm like constantly like, where's where can I find a rig? I want to see people's rigs set up for Z cam. That's awesome. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. Have you have you used that camera yet? By the way. No, I haven't been around that too much. So everyone that okay. I talk to is not a fan of it, so nobody around here really. Really. Has it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm new to like looking this up and like, wh- what have you heard from people about well, the Z-Can? Why don't he, they like using it? If I may ask. Yeah. I mean, people that I talk to say that it's got a lot of bugs with it. Apparently like there's a lot of stuff that needs to yeah. get with, a lot of bugs tweaked out with the way the footage is captured. And then, uh, mm-hmm. just, I, I don't know. It, it, it sounds dangerous to me. I'm like, okay, I don't want to. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the Facebook group and like, apparently the CEO is very active and they're always sending like firmware updates and shit like that. So it's very yeah, active. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I've heard really good things about it. Like I've seen good things too. Like he fixed some guy's footage once. Like some guy's like, hey, my footage, something happened to my footage. And the guy's like, here you go. It's fixed. What? Yeah, he like, wow. yeah, he, like he literally took the footage and he fixed it. And he like, I guess the firmware updated or something like that. So Whoa, like, it's crazy. a very active. Okay. Yeah, it's, active, it's an active community. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good. So, you know, you, that's the way you got to be, you know, especially in our new yeah. company, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. And then like you know, they're trying to compete with Black Magic and you know oh, Red sure. or even like Canon. So I mean, there's yeah. all all these companies trying to strive and thrive. Um, oh yeah, it's so, insane, man. It's insane. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, like every like few mo- every what three or four months, there's a new camera out there, and you're like, well, why did I pick up this last camera? <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Like right yeah. now, I'm freaking out. I'm trying to figure out how I can get my hands on a Komodo. <laughs> oh, dude. I you know what, man. I mean, when's it gonna come out? That's my question. Like, when? Like, like it's gonna it's gonna come it, I, out at NAB, dude. It's coming out at NAB. Re- okay, I hope so because this is dropping at NAB, and that'd be a great that'd be a great way to like figure, yeah. see if you're right. <laughs> the day the day so. releases. Yeah, I hope so. I, mean, I hope I hope I'm right, man, because I think it is. I hope you're right too. I I really hope you're right too. I just hope the people that are asking for the A7S three are wrong again because I just uh, like laughing at those people for some because <laughs> yeah. for the last two years. I just hear constantly the A7S three is coming out, dude. The A7S three is coming out. Just wait, just wait, and it hasn't come out yet. What it, What do you shoot on? What do you? I use? have. A, I actually have a Blackmagic uh, po- uh, production four K camera. Oh, you got the old school one, the big, the square one. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of regret it a little bit, to be honest. I, I, as much as I like the image that comes out of it, because the sensor's old. Um, you know, shooting in like the sunlight. And stuff like that. Certain hot spots are too hot, and there's a yeah. like a a black hole in your footage. And oh I'm like, shit! I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have that's ha- that has happened to me a couple times, and like especially I shot like a a a, a short or a feature narrative. I like I, it's not even out yet, but like we shot it all in midday outside, and all I got. I mean, I don't have much, and <laughs> so like I'm trying to shoot this camera in like you know, high, high sun. And I'm like, Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. And, and the ND filters are, you can't use regular ND filters for that camera because it has IR pollution. Yeah. Really so bad the ND on filters. That I have, yeah. The ND filters I have, I was like putting them on and I didn't notice at the time. And I'm like, Ooh, the image is Brown. Oh no. Shit. So, oh, no. I mean, I used it for like, I used it for one take and I was like, I take this off and, uh, we'll, uh, just put this away somewhere. So that was my, um, yeah, that's some of my issues with it. I, I would like to get another camera in the future. I don't know what, Yeah, you like the 6K. Get the pocket 6K. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean, I've looked at that and I, I'm, I, again, going back to that Z cam thing, I know it's a, it's a, uh, it's a risk, but then yeah. again, 
it also could be a reward at the same time. So I, I, I mean, it's, it's a toss up to be honest. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to do. I've also looked yeah. at looking at getting a C100 Mark II just to have because I don't really need 4K to be oh, honest. Okay. Like I can use the Blackmagic production for you know my higher end needs. But like if yeah. I want to do vlogs or running gun stuff, I like to rather just have 1080p and shoot the 4K sensor and just have yeah. that 1080p and it's easier to upload and stuff like that. So I have like my brain's also constantly going a mile a minute about shit. So sure, that's sure, where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I like, I like, uh, I like what you have. Your rig is fucking phenomenal, by the way. I'm always it's, changing, I mean, man. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you because I just watched your rig video about the Black Magic that like came out in I think November or something like that. I'm like, have you changed that rig at all since oh, then? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's, I, How many? To be honest with you, there's probably been like two or three yeah. videos since that one. <laughs> oh my, yeah, well, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um, change your um? rig like every month or do you change it like every few no, months how's that how, no yeah bro it's, it's every time i shoot something i i get off yeah. that project and i go okay this has got to change <laughs> and then i change yeah. it well, yeah that makes sense i mean that that totally because you have always find the air ergonomics and like what works best for that next project for sure for sure uh because yeah. the, i uh, shot i shot um i shot my first feature back in november and okay. i um uh, and I had, I originally had the Metabones XL on there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. after that feature, I got, I, I put that Metabones XL on my GH5 and I ended up getting the CineLock, mm -hmm. the CineLock for, uh, okay. but, but that only is an ultra speed booster, but I don't care, man. The CineLock is so secure because the, that yeah. the XL wiggles too much and you can see it when you rack oh. focus. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, so I was the, like, that's the, out, dude, what? that's out. <laughs> What's the, what's, what's the, I mean, I get there's a difference in a 0.6 and a 0.7 with the Metabones, but like, which it's one's so better minor, for that black bro. magic? It's so minor. You can it barely is? tell. Hey, you should watch. Oh I gosh. did a, I did a, I did a, I rented the 6K just so I could compare the two cameras. Yeah. And yeah. I do a whole test with, with each Metabones against the 6K. Okay. And, and the XL is, it's a little wider, but it's mainly just brighter, but I think it's almost too bright. Like it, it kind of overexposed. It's because you get like over a stop, so you gotta you you gotta oh. factor all that in too. You know, it's a lot to factor yeah. in. But but my biggest problem with it is the wiggle, man. It wiggles, and everyone's like, "Oh, you yeah. just put a you put a little thing in there, you put it." And I'm like, "No, why? I didn't pay seven hundred dollars to put a little piece of paper on it." You know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's fugazi, man. That you can't like what yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, well, you you come to set with your camera, right? And you have the they have a Metabones adapter, and you have this like little piece of paper hanging out. Someone's like, uh, you know, you have a paper stuck in your camera. Yeah, they like, want to no, no, trim it up, you know, put put tape in yeah, there. Like, no, nah, man, the spinny lock is the way to go. It's basically, you know, it's a PLEF hybrid. You know, it's basically mm. like having a PL. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Awesome. Have you put PL glass on that then? No, I have it. Well, no, it's because it's no. still EF. But it, it twists oh, the lock okay, gotcha. like a PL mount. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I, have, I, I have my Zeiss. I have these uh, Cinemotic Zeiss lenses that I have. Okay, cool. How do you like those? Oh, I love them, dude. They're the old school Zeiss. Yeah. They're they're beautiful, man. Yeah, they. It makes nice. anything. It makes it just makes. You know that Zeiss 3D pop? That's a real thing, man. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what was it like shooting your first feature? Let me ask you that because that was your first feature. You said, "What was that like?" Yeah. Oh, dude, that was insane. It was insanity, dude. It was 
it was so low budget, man. We we I, it was just me, my assistant mm-hmm. who's also like my key grip and like he's yeah. everything, right? It's just me and him and yeah. the sound guy. That was the whole crew, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on sets like that before. Don't worry, <laughs> I, oh, I feel your pain. It was crazy, man. But you know, I, I was yeah, loving yeah. it. You know, like I'm the kind of dude that's just like, yeah, let's do it, whatever, man. So yeah. But yeah, we did a, yeah. it was like a 90 minute feature film. We shot it in nine days. Dude. Wow. Yeah. You guys, you guys busted out a lot of things in like nine days. 16 hour days. Dude. It was crazy. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, you must have been exhausted by the time that thing was done. Yeah. And we were out in the desert too, bro. It was, it was crazy. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, well, at they, least it was November, right? Yeah, was it November well, when you were doing it? Yeah, so it was a little chilly, you know, at night. But um, he had yeah. some, uh, he had some actual like some face actors in that movie too. Oh, really? Yeah, Robert Lozardo is in it. You know, the guy he's got okay. a bunch of tattoos on his neck, and he was in the Mule. Yeah, he's in, he's <laughs> yeah. in a Mahomes Brothers movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, we worked. He, yeah, yeah. he came in for a day and shot, so that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. What? What did you learn from that experience, especially it being your first feature as well, too? Um, you know, it's um, I mean, so much, man. You learn so much about yourself. Yeah. You learn about like mm-hmm. things that you wish, like you know. It's it mainly of like I learned the business side of things when I do a lot of stuff like that too. You know what I'm saying? Cause, okay. Because I I kind of like negotiated a deal with the guy because I wanted to do a feature. You know, I've never shot a feature, right? So I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, we'll do it lower. And then in the long run, you end up kicking yourself because you're like, man, these days are insane. And then, but but at the Mm -hmm. same time, you're like, well, you're getting this experience, you know, but I don't know. It it takes a toll on you, man. You're like, dude, but but at the same time, you, you learn about, you know, like the gear that you don't no longer need. And then you figure out what what new gear you do need, you know, <laughs> because I had, I had a bunch of keynotes back then, dude. And I got, I don't have any yeah. of those keynotes anymore. <laughs> oh, really? You got and, rid of your, why'd you get rid of your keynotes? They're so big and huge. And, and I, um, and they just, for me, you know, I got to think about mm-hmm. output. You know what I mean? I have to rely yeah. on output. So the, yeah. they're so big and I'm like, they don't really have enough output for how big they are. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I, I, so I, I just canned them all. Cause I, you know what I do? I take everything in my Prius, dude. It's like I took the back. Yeah. There, there's, there's no back seat, but I got to, you know, it's, my buddy calls it the Prius package. <laughs> I'm like, cause like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what I had to do. I had to get rid of all those keynotes. And then, um, mm. now I, now I got these, uh, I got a, I got a full set of apertures and those are cool. Those, those nice. are pretty high output yeah. actually. But, but I also yeah, have, I um, I got these man lights. Have you seen these Pavo tubes? I heard of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Dude, they're awesome. They're like poor man's Titans. They're like poor man's Titans. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I actually, I only have the Quasar ones at the moment. The Quasar tubes. Which the are RGB? As well. The rainbows? The, no, not the, RG, not the RGBs. I'm not, I'm not that fancy, man. I had a budget which to work with the $45. It's, oh. the, it's the regular two foot $45 ones. You oh, know, okay. I have okay. two of them. Yeah, but yeah. Those, the Quasars have high output, though. Yeah, they do. And I, I actually, I don't know if you ever heard of this company, Falcon Eyes. Yes. Yes. I, I love Falcon Eyes. I, I just bought their 18 TDX or TXD, whatever it's called, about a few months ago. 
Um, that light's phenomenal. I want to get more of those. And I the just bought mat? an Intelli. I b- yeah, the light, the light mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's RGB, right? That- no, it's not RGB. Oh, it's no, not? no, I don't have any. I don't have any. Well, I don't have the RGB one. There is RGB ones. Oh, oh I just right, don't right, have right. that one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like okay. This, I, got, like, I, I was trying to find something for. I, I, I wish I was doing a lot more uh, higher budget stuff, but I don't have the budget for it. So I went for a uh, what I needed for the moment, which is like really sure. awesome. The eighteen one non bicolor and everything. And then I bought um. Intellitech has a light cannon. Have you ever? If, oh. I don't know if you ever use that. The like the light cannon mini or whatever. Not the mini. It's like the light cannon. It's a smaller one. It was like. I know what you're talking time, about. I've, I've never two used something it, but... on sale. Yeah. Oh my god, right. it's it's phenomenal. It's it's okay. a great light too. I mean, I I mean, I shoot. I work for the news as my main job, four a.m. to one p.m. So oh, I yeah, use yeah. that a couple times in the in the in the morning. Um, and my gosh, I was like, wow, I'm getting some really good like strong light for like a six o'clock, six thirty hit. And I was like, this is great. It has a little bit of pop to it, at least still. Like, because we have a Draycast lights, which I love the Draycast lights. Don't get me wrong, but when you hit nope. six, th- like fifteen, like yeah. you can't use it at all. Yeah, it's not no. high output. Yeah, the ones I had didn't have any output, dude. The Draycast lights, oh, right. I had to get rid of those. Okay. Too. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 top lights a Draycast, and then we have like uh, my boss got three piece ones, like a three piece light kit for Draycast also. And okay. Again, like if we're shooting at if we're shooting at night, you know, it's great. Or shooting oh, early right, in the morning, right. it's it works. But like again, like I said, when you hit that six six thirty hit, you're like, ooh, that's not really helping. Shit. So the intelligence one did you, help. What do you do? You're like a night crawler. Do you run around with those guys? Or no, what? no, no. That's not my movie. <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's oh. a great movie, but that's not my jam in the in the field. So what happens is in the morning, I come in at like four. You know, I find out what my assignment is. I go out with the reporter, and basically from about four forty-five to about six, maybe six thirty, depending on what the last hit is, um, we do hits at like you know five, five thirty, six, six thirty, or like you know five and six, five thirty or six, uh, five thirty and six thirty, depending on what they want for the show. So that we just do live hits, unless there's breaking news, we go to breaking news as well. Oh wow, that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool little gig. Yeah, nice. I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen, I've yeah. seen a lot of shit in my day. Yeah. I bet. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I was there for um ten one. So oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. That that was insane. Um Man, that's crazy. But yeah, dude. Uh, you know. I I just uh turn off the brain when I come home for new stuff. Yeah, I, I bet, learned. man. Damn, yeah, that's yeah. wild, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen cars totaled. I've seen a lot of shit in my day. I feel like, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch the news when I get home. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. No you already have it ingrained yeah. in your brain. <laughs> oh yeah, de- definitely, man. I, I saw, yeah. I, uh, I saw like the craziest thing I saw in the last year. I think was this. <laughs> uh, is a tangent, but like we, I saw this woman. Well, I didn't see the woman, but uh, basically, this woman was driving the wrong side of the road and hit like a. FedEx truck and uh-huh. the her car got totaled and she was like in pieces. So oh when we're all the way down the freeway and I'm zooming in my camera just to get some shots and stuff like that and we're not like live. So the corners came and they the guy lifted up her head and I could see like the I, our, we don't have a really great zoom so I could see very little bit but it looked like a like a Tom Savini fucking um VFX, FX, whatever effect from like a horror film from the 80s. That's how ridiculous what? it looked. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like apparently the corner actually went green and threw up. What? Yeah, it was insane. There was like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah. Wow. I was like, yeah, I was, I was just really like surprised that the the face looked like a horror film from like the eighties. <laughs> wow. I was more shocked on that. Yeah. Wow. You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> dude, that's hardcore. I could not do that. I could not do yeah, that. I, I, I'm luckily I didn't eat yet at that time, so I I didn't have a full stomach to throw up. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Oh yeah. Cow. Wow. But back to you, though, sir. I mean, it's not about me; it's about you here. So, <laughs> so, the, so the um, the feature you said you learned basically things you need and things you need to get rid of. So you got rid of the kinos, you got the aperture stuff. Um, what other what, what um, well, did you ever think like you might need those kinos though down down the road later on, or like you know, just for other reasons? Well, you, like, you know what? Were you debate? I kind of already am regretting <laughs> selling those because yeah. I was like, because you know what happened, bro. So I got rid of the kinos and then I got, mm. I ended up getting a couple more aperture lights. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, um, over as soon as, as soon as the holidays were over, I got hired mm. to, to be the cinematographer on another feature. So, Oh, nice. And that, Oh yeah. But now we're in these huge locations. And I didn't have, I didn't oh. have a, what happened was I ended up going from having too many lights. Then the next one, I didn't have enough lights. Oh, so, wow. And they didn't, they didn't have any budget to, to rent anything. Mm. So, oh shit. you know, so then, but here's the cool thing about that one. I, it was my yeah. first time, the first time working with a, with a gaffer. So there was a real gaffer on set. And so, oh nice. how that, how was that relationship? Oh, it was awesome. I don't, you know, like he was probably thinking like, you know, this is all in my head. I'm very insecure, you know, because I haven't been doing this stuff very yeah. long, you know? So like, yeah, it, you know, I'm like all insecure myself thinking he's probably like this guy. Why does he have this job? You know, but I don't know. I, I should mm. be, I'm probably wrong about that. Hopefully. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. it was, it was so cool working with him because, um, well, one is like, uh, I, I was talking about sun sandwich. Cause I'm like, dude, that's not going to get us a sun sandwich. Is it? And then he was like, Sun sandwich. He's like, do you listen to the Wandering DP? And I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, oh, I was. Yeah. So then, then it was like turned out cool. It's like, oh, we both listen yeah. to like the same stuff. And so then after mm. that, I knew that we were like coming from the same school of thought and everything. Yeah. Um. But it, it was really sum, nice. Su- oh, what was it called? <laughs> a sum sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sun sandwich. So, uh, Wandering DP, by the way, uh, is mm. an awesome, awesome resource for any any cinematographer. Mm. Um. Do, do you yeah. listen to him? Yeah. Do you listen to him? No. I- I, I do not. I'm. I apologize. Oh, dude, you should check out his. Thought. He's he's like a he's like high level cinematographer who has like a YouTube and podcast and stuff. Um, but uh, but he mainly has a Patreon. So like, if you wanted to take mm. like full on like I guess quote unquote classes or whatever. But um, but yeah, yeah some some sandwich is basically like a lot of times people will screw this up. So a lot of times you'll see mm. it where you know the sun will be coming from the left. And then what do they do? They take yeah. the reflector, they take the reflector and put it on the right. So now you have a light yeah. source coming from both sides and, and they call it a sun sandwich. Oh, so, gotcha. So yeah, you're supposed to put the reflector on the same side as the sun and get it like a sun wrap, you know? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, but so, but that was like that, you know, me saying that on set, like, like, I think that was like the first or second day. And then, uh, 
but it was, it was really wonderful for me. It was really great because like I could finally like have someone help me execute what I'm trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah. like, uh, um, me like lighting is not one of my strong suits, unfortunately. Um, mm. so, um, having someone there that is hired to focus on that was amazing, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, Cause then I could show him reference photos or just talk to him about, you know, the, the exposure levels and things that I'm trying to go for. And then he said, okay, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, we can do this. Can... And then I would suggest something. He would be like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. We don't really have the tools to do that. What if we try this? But it was really nice, man. Yeah. And that, that was probably the greatest experience of that whole shoot. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Did you, guys, um, did you guys finish this? Sh- when did you guys finish that shoot? Well, I, we were only working for the LA unit. Oh, okay. So gotcha. They had to go out to Atlanta and do some more stuff, I guess. And they didn't. Okay. They uh they didn't want to take us with them. They was kind. Of, it didn't end very well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, kind of really really interesting producer on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to go on about it. you complete the fifth if you want. But I was going to ask why why was it interesting producer? Well, um, you know, out again, here, you complete the fifth if you don't want to incriminate yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'll I'll just say this, like, in in this town, and I don't know if it's the same in Vegas, but you get a lot of of fly-by people here where it's like, with me, I, it's gotten me to the point where I, like, I won't even, like, go on set unless I have a deposit, because I just can't trust people anymore, do you know what I mean? Um, no, I, I totally get you. I mean, it's kind of like that too here. I mean, there's, um, again, Vegas is just more transient in the sense too. So right. it's also people saying they have projects and then, then they don't do the project. So that's a whole nother ball of wax as well too. There's a lot of issues we For have sure. here. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you know how it is, you know, you just got to kind of CYA and, and you mm-hmm. know, figure it out as you go along. But, um, yeah. It was great. It was great having like a little skeleton crew like that because we also had a steady cam yeah. op and that was cool. Oh, cool. We, oh, I think we, I saw a video. You did a video. Sorry to cut you off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I saw this video where you talked about that, I believe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That, that was amazing, man, because that was the first time in my life where I really got to be like a real director of photography, you know, because we had the first yeah. AC there. He's pulling focus. We have the steady cam mm-hmm. op and, and I'm running like next to him watching the monitor and being able to yeah. talk to the gaffer like to me like mm. going home that night i was like oh man i cannot wait till i have like a full crew because it's gonna be so amazing yeah. <laughs> that's know? awesome man that's that's, yeah. that's so exciting that's so uh, man I'm, like i'm excited like just you know hearing your excitement I'm, i gets me excited uh who are, yeah. let me ask you this uh who, who are like who what dps do you like the most uh, who really inspires you dp wise man i love uh that uh nicholas Reffin, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. He shot Drive. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about Nicholas. Uh, he, did he do? Uh, oh my God, one second. I know another movie that he did that I like. Also, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, so good. Was it? Oh, that is a good movie. It's did he do God Forgives or only yeah, God Forgives? Same, same movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or yeah, yeah it's, same same creators. Yep. Same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I love. Well, I, wait. Was Nicholas Reffin the director or the cinematographer? I, I forget. He's the director. Uh, oh, he was the director oh, in that movie. The, the cinematographer was Newton Thomas Siegel in Drive. Yeah, that's the guy. So whoever shot Drive is 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 yeah. amazing. That work 
Okay. That's the kind of stuff that I'm after, man. And that's, you know, that's kind of, I, I go for more of that gritty kind of weird kind of grungy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like that. It has that, it's a New York vibe. I feel like when, when I see shit like that, which yeah, fun fact, sure. I looked up the, I looked up the DP and he like shot one of my favorite movies, Blank Man. Blank Man? No, Blank Man. Oh, Blank Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with D- Damon Way or? Yeah, he shot that movie. Yeah. Nice, nice. Didn't know that. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. He also shot The Usual Suspects. What's that? He shot The Usual Suspects also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Amazing. Yeah, he does amazing work, man. Really yeah, good stuff. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So I love him a lot. And then I, you know, I love, mm-hmm. um, oh boy. I mean, I love Roger Deakins, of course. And, um, yeah. you know what? I really like, um, the guy that shot the King. The King is an amazing movie. That movie is nuts. Oh my God. Uh, the King with, uh, Timothy, uh, Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. I just always <laughs> butcher it. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, I, I forget the DP on that, but that guy is, he's got it going on, man. That guy's really good. Uh, that is Adam Arkapow. Yeah. Arkapow. Arkapow. Yeah. 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 I'm terrible at saying last names. You're lucky I got yours right. (laughs) He's killer, man. He's killer. Yeah. Yeah, So there's that, I mean, that's the kind of work that that I'm trying to, you know, study Mm. and figure out at the moment, you know? Yeah. Are you a fan of Gordon Willis? Do you like? Well, I mean, I love The Godfather. I know you mentioned that earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah, for you, sure. Are you a fan of Gordon? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I definitely am. Um, I don't know too much beyond what else. Um, what else he's done? Yeah, he's, um, well, he's done a lot of like, Woody uh, Allen films too, like Manhattan oh, okay. and uh, and. Um, uh, what's the other one I'm forgetting now? Shit, it's at my head. Oh my god, a- Annie Hall shot those two. Oh yeah, yeah. Fact. Okay. Sure, yeah. Sure. So yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm not really big into that, but um, Godfather mm-hmm. definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just I rewatched recently The Graduate, and that has amazing cinematography in it. Actually. Oh man, I need a I need to rewatch that myself. I just um. I, was, I recently just rewatched uh, Swiss Army Man, and I really like the cinematography in that too. Oh yeah, that's really well done too. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really enjoy um, that. And yeah, I just there's some saw, good um, stuff out there, man. Yeah, what you think of the? What you think of? If I may ask, 1917 winning cinematography should they have won? Um, what, what was that what last part was, you said? Uh, for best, who won the Oscar? Best? Yeah, yeah, 1917. Nineteen seventy. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think I feel personally. I think nineteen seventeen like was good, but I don't think the uh, cinematography was like. Oh my gosh! It was, I mean, yeah, it's a one shot, but I think personally, I like the Joker cinematography more than nineteen seventeen. Sure. Yeah. Well, here's. I mean, here it was. Uh, it was kind of broken down to me recently. Um, in mm. in a very, I think, I think, um, in an interesting way, which I may agree with, is the fact that. 1917 may have won just because it was so innovative, I guess. So yeah. it was, it went kind of beyond the whole artistry thing and kind of, you know, but how, I was to say, how is it innovative if it already did for Birdman and like, you know, parts of the Revenant were shot in well, one takes and stuff like well, that. And well, even here's the, that arc movie. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They they had yeah. to they had to push production on the Alexa Mini LS because they they yeah. were pushing that to make sure Deacons had that in time. So that actually okay. was like the first first thing shot on that camera. And then okay. and then also you know I don't know if you've seen how much BTS you've seen on that movie, but it's pretty insane how they go from all the different rig setups while they're filming. Yeah. No, so I, I, yeah, I, that's true. It takes it. Yeah, it you. They, they, you know, you take Birdman. Birdman is pretty amazing, but they took that yeah. and like times it by ten. You know what I'm saying? In terms okay. of, in terms of what they were doing, you know, behind the camera. Yeah. Um, but I but I do you. agree with you. I do agree with you in the sense that, to me, yeah, it didn't drive home like it did with the rest of the world to me either. Because yeah. like I was reading about it just a few nights ago, and everyone's like so moved yeah. by this movie and everything, and I'm like. Yeah. You know, it was it was cool, but I don't. Yeah. It didn't like it didn't blow me away or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, no, other I other than the other than the cinema, the cinematography was good. Don't get me wrong. You know, they like yeah. the cinematography I mean, no, yeah, was definitely. good. But as far yeah. as like a, a overall movie, I definitely agree yeah. with you. Like, if, if we're talking about art, you know, quote unquote art, mm-hmm. you know, like Joker for sure is just like one of those yeah. movies that will for I think will probably go down. In you know, in, in some books, as like something people will study after. But you know, it's even the lighthouse out that's kind like, of like lo- weird. I... What was that? Well, it, to me, like it was stuff that's weird or not like immediately mm. socially acceptable. It always yeah. kind of gets pushed to the side, and then years will go yeah. by, and then people will revisit and go, "Hey, what about this thing?" You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of the you. way it goes, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only thing weird about the lighthouse for me when it was shot, like, I mean, I don't understand why they went like a four by three. I think they did like a four by three letter, uh, old school SD, but I mean, it was shot beautifully too. Yeah. I was listening to an interview with the DP of that and they were Mm. saying that, um, their idea behind that was so it would keep everybody constrained kind of the way the lighthouse keeps everybody constrained. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, of uh, artsy approach to it, I guess, like yeah. the way that they were well, thinking I mean, that's, behind. That's it. innovative. <laughs> that's yeah. innovative in a sense. I'm not doing that in like what like oh, a handful I, of years. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think a whole lot of work was put into it. Not to the extent, like you know, having to run around all those <laughs> yeah, rigs yeah. in the mud and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we can't take a break yet till we finish this all. Like we have to do it continuously for one whole day. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty nuts. I mean, it was pretty wild watching it was. that film for sure. You, you know what's you know what's kind of funny? Like I've I've now seen two the two Roger Deakins films that I've seen that he's won Academy Awards for, I fell asleep in both of them. Ah, what? What well, okay, let me explain. So <laughs> so for Blade Runner, I like I went me and my ex went to see it. And um, when we saw it, it was like six or seven o'clock at night, but we went to get all you can eat sushi, which is right next to the movie theater. So by the t- and I worked four a.m. to one p.m. at the time, still in the morning shift. That I didn't take a nap that day. So when we went to see Blade Runner, I just started passing out. And then same oh. thing happened for nineteen seventeen. Is that I didn't take I you know got home at one one o'clock. I did a podcast, I believe, and then me and my girlfriend went to go see um, nineteen seventeen at night. And I was like kind of tired by that time. I was like. I, f- I think I f- like fell asleep for a second or two. So I'm like, well, uh, I guess if I fall asleep in Deacon's film, so win an Academy Award. <laughs> so, I mean, he should thank me, I think. Yeah. You know you know what I think still is 
yeah. his the best movie that he's done, I think, is um, the assassination of uh, Jesse James. Oh yeah, that, that that I mean, I didn't see that, but I saw like a um, a breakdown of that film. Oh my and god, that was dude. incredible! The, the, yeah. That movie still to me this day is the most well shot film I've ever seen. I mean, that is just insane. Okay. That movie, yeah. I'll have to check that. I definitely want to see that. I just can't. I, I I like to have movies, so I like to buy them. I haven't found that recently. I may have to go on Amazon and buy that and, and that pony would, up for it. That would be a good one to buy too, because it's yeah. man, okay. I could just watch that over and over. It's so good. Oh, uh, you you don't think Skyfall's better? No, you know I'm not a fan of action movies like that. Okay, I don't know. Okay, that's but understandable. Yeah, it's just it doesn't. And I think that's why 1917 didn't do much for me either, because I just don't like war movies. Mm. I'm just like, ah, I don't like this. Gotcha. I don't like those genre of movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel, I, I understand. To each their own, sir. To each their own. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what other projects are you work, currently working on, if anything? Well, I've been, I got this corporate client that I do a lot of corporate mm. stuff with. Um, and that's just like talking head kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I got a, oh, I got a music video coming up at the end of the month. So that should be fun. Nice. And, nice. and a, and a short film that I'm pretty pumped up about too. Uh, cool. yeah. Do you, so, do you, do you, do you use the same concepts when doing a music video and a short film or a film in general? Like, do you have different like ways of thinking about those things? You know, I, I try my best to make, like I, I don't I haven't done a whole lot of music videos and the ones that I have done, the director already knows everything they want to do. Um yeah. this this one coming up is I kind of am more on the producer end of it almost. So Okay. And and I and I'm going to really try my best to really approach it as more of a narrative project. Uh, and because gotcha. because I really enjoy music videos that do that, you know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like all these like performance music videos and, and all this stuff. Um, yeah. So, and, and this one will be easy to approach as a narrative because it's a country song. <laughs> country music okay. is like, that's cool. Country music's already, you know, kind of like a story, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's not normal rap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, but I'm, I'm excited about that and I'm excited, I'm definitely really excited about the short film. I've already been doing a bunch of lighting tests for it and everything. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm getting pumped about that. Um, yeah, what, what, do you, what about like, uh, let me ask you this cause I don't, I don't really do my lighting test. I just kind of go into a lot of things like blind a lot of times, but then again, yeah. poorly planning. And again, I also yeah. do a lot of free, I had did a lot of free into freelance stuff. Um, okay. so for lighting setups, uh, like, do you what 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 do you use them for? Like, you find the tone, you find what you kind of want to do, but doesn't that change though when you're on set? Do you feel like that changes at all on set when you figure out what kind of lighting you want to do? No, no, I I have to go in super prepared because um yeah. otherwise otherwise I could be on set and just I'm I'm so um I forget what the what the word is called, but I am oh indecisive, so I can't okay. I have to go in knowing what I'm going to do lighting wise. Otherwise nothing will get done. You know what I mean? Um, gotcha. So yeah. I, I have, so what I do, that's why I press the directors to send me reference photos, um, mm-hmm. for anything, you know, like send me yeah. the movie or whatever. Then I get an idea. As soon as I start seeing references, I can start seeing, okay, this is mm-hmm. the tone they're after. This is the look, you know, the color balance, everything, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and gotcha. then so I start doing lighting tests and stuff, uh, just so I know it helps me figure out how to make my overhead. Cause I'm big into making overheads too. Um, yeah. you know, the, okay. the, 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 the shot designs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you, th- and um, that way, that way when I show up, I just show it to my guys. I go here, we, this, we need this light over here, this light over there. And then anything beyond that is just tweaking it as I get, go in for the close up, you know, cause I light it for the wide, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do yeah. you have like a, um, uh, I guess when you get that plan, do you get like a, um, blueprint from like what the room looks like in regards to, or is it just photos of like a wide photo of the room? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So for this, I usually do, I either have them send me pictures of the location or I have them take me mm-hmm. or send me the address so I can go check it out myself. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I mean, have you ever, have you ever had like the thing you read the script and you're like, I see this, you see one room and then they send you the room and it's like nothing like how you thought of the light at all. <laughs> oh, all the time, man. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just like the greatest, like downing moment ever where you're like, Oh, that's what it looks like. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I, I made the mistake when I was first, when I was first getting into like doing uh, cinematography, I would show up mm-hmm. at the, you know, the, the place that they got on Airbnb or whatever. And I would just start yeah. talking shit about it. You know, I'd be like, oh, these walls suck. I'm like, you can't shoot in here. Yeah. You know I mean? But like, that was when I was first starting out. And now I know like all, right, yeah. keep all that stuff to myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but some of those places you really can't shoot there. I mean, seriously, like, right. it's like, I can't really shoot. Like you had me in yeah. a one by one room. I can't really shoot anything. <laughs> yeah. You just throw on the 85 and just go super tight on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, I've been on projects where like, you know, we have nothing. It's just me bringing my lights and I'm like, well, this kind of sucks because I don't have enough lights to really light up the rooms. So I guess we have to do it in sections. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, that, Shit. that was a problem for us on that last feature, but luckily like they, yeah. they were renting all these big mansions that had huge windows. So we just used yeah. the, well, um, the sun the, the best we could, you know? Yeah, Definitely. That's always a plus too, especially with the all that light source coming in. Even though it could be a little like pain in the ass sometimes, with like depending on where the sun is at the time. But yeah. at least you have all that light source coming in. At certain, I mean, like what probably like midday was terrible. I mean, midday actually might not be that bad if it was a light source on up, up top, because then at least right. kind of evenly in the house, right? Yeah, so, like, just probably pumping around, in like, through the side. Yeah. Yeah, like probably around like one and three, and like you know ten and nine, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And that's, and that and that's, yeah. and you know what I do, I have that, that Sunseeker app and then I just pull that oh, yeah. out and I, and I just go, okay, we should do this right now and then save this for then or whatever, based on where the windows yeah. are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, any other plans for 2020, by the way, that you have coming up that you want to tell us about if you, if you can, um, uh, you know, other than, you know, you know, it's just these few projects coming up. I'm very, um, a spontaneous kind of guy you know i i just mm-hmm. kind of live it day by day but i'm, I'm sure uh, yeah. i'm sure things are gonna keep rolling and getting very exciting I, I just, camera dude this has just been a whirlwind for me it's just been non-stop and uh could, it's, could you it's, repeat that i lost you for a second sorry oh, oh, sorry, sorry. um i was just saying that it's, it's been a, whir- a whirlwind for me ever since i jumped behind the camera and it's, it's been Mm-hmm. It's been a wild roller coaster, man, and I don't think it's going to slow down. Yeah. yeah. Nice, man. So, um, let me ask you this: This is usually in the second half of the uh, podcast. We talk about like you know the film community 
um, you know, what's the strengths and weaknesses of the film community, and then what can we do to get it to the next level? And I, I mean, are you part of the film community in in LA? Um, what do you mean as far as community? Like, like the people that, you know, are making like the small indie, independent people that oh, are making right, films right. and stuff like for that. Sure, Those sure, type of people. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, what are the, I always ask, what are the strengths and weaknesses that you're seeing through your eyes? Because I mean, Vegas has a, has problems. So I like to figure out what other people are, you know, seeing oh. in their strengths and weaknesses. So we can always bring that back to Vegas maybe and grow sure. and get better as a community in Vegas. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, I think I've been pretty lucky coming, starting in the acting world first. Yeah, is this a strength, by the Are we starting with strengths, by the way? What's that? Are we starting with strengths? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, just, just making sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you said strengths, right? Yeah, yeah, strengths, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... um you know, coming from the acting world, I was, I made a lot of connections through that world, mm. you know? And, yeah. and, uh, and, and then when you, when you, when I, I, I call it progress, I don't, some people might call it something else, but I guess transition mm. is a better word. When I transitioned to cinematographer, you know, all mm. my acting, all that acting community kind of took note of that. So, yeah. um, I kind of, have a nice little pool of actors to work with, you know what I mean? Um, nice. And, yeah. and, um, but as far as crew goes, it can be a little hard sometimes finding, uh, the right minded people. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think the biggest thing for me that, that I, I've had to have discussions with or talks with a few people out here to where I have to let them know, like, Hey, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is um, a lot of people don't understand that you when you're creating something, that's your passion. You know what I mean? And yeah. and w- and they think that when other people jump on board with it, they think now they've adopted your passion. But I think that's the wrong way to go about thinking about it because it's, it's just because it's it's your passion. That's your baby. It's not my baby. You know what I mean? But I. Yeah, yeah. But I. Because I I worked with some people that act like I should be so grateful that they allowed me to work on their project. You know what I mean? And and yeah. to me to me that's not a good way to go about it. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it, whenever whenever I create like our own little like dog time stuff. Uh, dog times is the name mm-hmm. of our little production company. Yeah. You know, like I go above and beyond to make sure that everyone is happy. I make sure to have you know you know the best catering that I can afford to at least keep people fed with proper food. You know, I try to go, yeah. I try to do my best to make sure and make sure everyone's comfortable and happy as best I can. And I don't ever treat it as if like, Oh, well, they should be so lucky to be working with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because I see that a lot, bro. I see that a lot. People do that a lot. And, um, I don't think that's a good way to go about it. I think it should be the yeah. other way around, you know? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you 100%, actually. I, I yeah. think I I'm I'm you're the lucky one to be uh having these people work with you. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, instead of the opposite yeah. way around, which is always like it's got you got to be humble. Got to be humble yeah, in this, for this sure. industry. And 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 that uh, goes for all yeah. levels too, you know. You have to maintain mm-hmm. that 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 humility. Humility is like the key yeah. word, right? So like 
I try my mm-hmm. best, bro. And, I, and I'm a pretty jaded old dude. I'm 35 years old, but I try my best to just like to stay home. You know what I mean? I try my yeah. best. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you, man. I, I, forgot, I totally forgot to ask you. How did you get the name Dog Time Production? Yeah. What, what what was that? I was I I totally forgot to ask you. What, how'd you get the name Dog Time Productions? Yeah, Dog Time Productions. Yeah. Yeah. How how'd you how'd you come up with that name? Oh, um, you know what? It, that's kind of like a weird thing. When I was living in Detroit, I was trying to start like mm-hmm. a brand, just to like have my own brand, okay. you know. And yeah. and and Dog Times, I thought was cool. And actually, one of my favorite poets is Charles Bukowski. And uh, okay. I, and one of and he has a poem called Dog Time, and I'm like, dude, that's that's the name of my brand. So I made a I made like so many stickers. I was making airbrush T-shirts, and and I sent them to nice. all my friends. Yeah, my friends were taking them to the state competitions and stuff. And okay. uh, but the, and then like you know the years went by. I mean you know you're talking ten years ago I was doing this, and then mm. the years went, the years went by, and it just became like an inside joke with me and all my friends. They're like, yeah, Dog Time, you know, like became like. <laughs> Oh, oh, like, like, like a, like a slogan, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, okay. you know, you know, to kind of describe the way we were living you know, or whatever, you know? <laughs> and then, um, and then, and then when it got, you know, you, you fast forward to 2017 and I'm being hired mm-hmm. to do like camera stuff and, and start helping people create yeah. their projects. And we, well, we needed, we needed a production company to put on, you have arrived for IMDb. Yeah. yeah. And, and I asked my wife at the time we were just dating, but I asked her like, what's the name of my production company? And she's like, do you even have to ask? It's dog time. <laughs> so yeah. And that's, that's, that's just how I got born, man. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I, that's a good story. You were a brand yeah. before brands were big. That's true, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before everyone trying to be a brand, you were a brand. I like it. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So any um, other strengths or weaknesses that you see in your community or anything that you see that you think that can reach? I mean, it's L.A. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that can get to the next level in L.A. I mean, L.A. is like yeah. the Mecca, basically. So I, I think that, that question's really out. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah. you know, the AFC of uh, a film production when New York's the NFC. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, I, so, so, uh, so anything else? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think I just always tell people just um, you gotta you gotta have that backbone, man. You gotta. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people get so easily defeated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, what what are you doing? Like, you know, like that's part of it. Yeah. You know, uh, you gotta get knocked out a few times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, definitely. So I think you know you just gotta you gotta get resilient and you just gotta just say now. I'm going through that wall, dude. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. man, you stole my, you stole, you stole my thunder for my la- second to last question, which I usually ask is what's the, unless you have another one is what's the last piece of advice or like nugget that you want to give to the people listening to the show? Um, I, you know, I think that, um, people should just, I, I, I wish every, and I wish this for everyone. I wish everyone could just mm. do what they what they really want to do. You know what I mean? Because what yeah. I see what I see a lot, and it breaks my heart, is a lot of people are just afraid to do what they actually want to do. So, like, like mm. for instance, like when you're at, like, say, like Target or Walmart, you know, there's some people mm. in there working there that don't want to be working behind that cash register. You know, 
and and they, yeah, and you'll see it. They may take it out on the customers. And when I see that, I'm just like, bro, you don't have to be here doing this right now. You know, like you mm-hmm. don't. Re- and but people will get convinced that they do have to be wherever they're at. And I understand everybody has different circumstances. You have kids, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But yeah. the reality, the reality is, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> you know, um, very true. Very, very unless, true. Unless you're in prison, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless yeah. <laughs> you're physically locked up, there's no reason yeah. that you that you should be feeling forced that you have to do something. And I think yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that keeps me going, bro. Because and and you you have to just have that little bit of rebellion in you to say. I don't have to be here and just walk out, leave, whatever, go do what you really want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so true. I mean, you have the choice, the freedom of, of, of choice. Do yep. whatever you want. Like you said, it just takes uh, that little so bit of last... courage, bro. Just that little bit of courage. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> sometimes even, even like the, even yeah, the thing about the opposite too, the people that are working at target, sometimes they have, they did the shit like, talk to them about from the customer side. So like they, it, sadly they don't have the courage or freedom to, you know, tell you what it is unless they want to get fired. So right. I mean, there's that yeah. point too. But again, you're, I mean, the freedom to choose to get, get better in your life is what, yeah. is what it's really about. Like you said, yeah, uh, I think so, man. what, what is your social media that you like to give out to the people who are listening? Um, uh, my Instagram is JP on film. And, uh, but mm-hmm. you know, every, everything is on my website. So you can go to justinphillips.net, go to justinphillips.net and it's all on there. You know, all my links to YouTube, I'm in, I'm on YouTube as mm-hmm. Justin Phillips, um, and Instagram or Twitter or what some people ask me for my LinkedIn recently. I'm like, LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, it's on my website, man. So anything you're looking <laughs> for, it's on my website. <laughs> what about your link tree? Do you have a link tree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's out back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a real site actually. That like you can put all it your is? links into one. Yeah, no, you put all your links into one site basically. So like oh, you click on the link tree thing, and then it's like you can see your Instagram, your like website, your YouTube, and people can click on that. Then no, I just use my website. Bro. <laughs> Understand? Understandable. I was I, I was kind of making a joke, but at the same time informing. But whatever, it happens. I thought I, I didn't even know that was a real thing. <laughs> well, hey, I'm just teaching you some new things. I'm teaching yeah. you something new. I'll check That's it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, Justin, thank you, man, so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you, dude. And thank you guys for listening. And remember to subscribe and rate our podcast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Guys, I can't do this without the without my frame chasers and I'm just trying to bring knowledge to you to all you listeners out there and I hope you are are gaining some great valuable information and learning something from it because we all have a story and we all go through things at the same time or at different times I hope that the people that are on the show keep inspiring you to chase those frames I'm inspired by Justin today I'm not going to lie about it and again guys Thank you again. Thank you, Justin. And have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. We'll catch you next time on Chasing the Frame, which is Wednesdays. So tune in. Peace.